Hey everyone, welcome to the wonderful world of Disney Plus. This week we are four brothers, a dad, and a very special guest who I'll introduce in a second. Uh, today we're going to do some armchair imagineering and we'll be giving our pitches for Disney movies that we want to see made into attractions at some of the Walt Disney World parks. Um, but as always, my name's Ben. I'm Sam. I'm Mike. I'm Abe. And I'm the dad. And I'm Lou Mangiello. <laughs> there you go. So, Let's sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WD... Oh, no, wait. Ours is the WWD Plus show. I can't do the WDW radio show. Um, but we're joined by Lou. I have been listening to Lou's show, the WDW radio show, for... I don't know. I was trying to figure it out. Six or seven years. And almost a year ago, Lou posted on his Instagram and said, what can I do for you? Or something like that. And I said, be on our podcast. And so I've been bugging him for the last... 10 months and it's finally uh, finally happened. He is extremely busy, so we appreciate you joining us here today and being a part of our podcast. Um, but Lou, I had a couple quick questions before we go into our main kind of our main topic here. You know, Dad, Dad and I were talking. I know some of the answers you've shared on your show, but maybe just share for us why Disney? Why do you love Disney so much? Why not Universal or, you know, Where? Paramount or whatever you want to choose, you know? Why Disney? <laughs> Well, we say it half jokingly, right? Because like we get it, right? We all understand mm -hmm. it's not about, look, it, you know, Disney doesn't work in, in hyperbole. It's not the biggest, the longest, the fastest, the wettest. It's about the way this place makes you feel, right? The fact that you are all, and I love this, man. I love that the fact that you're doing it together as a family is a direct extension of what the idea for this park was supposed to be a place for families to have fun together. And it really is because of the way it makes us feel when we're there, feel with our friends and family, and then this longing for it when we leave. Yeah. And you actually moved down there to be, you say, is it still true that you can literally see the fireworks from your, your window of your room or something like that? I can. Uh, and I just say, so you know, I'm not the only crazy person that's done this. Like there's a lot of people <laughs> are, yeah. that have made this move. <laughs> No, but that's that's incredibly cool. And I mean, so, you know, we focus primarily on Disney Plus, but again, we love the parks. I mean, if, if we could do a show only on that, we probably would. But, you know, Disney Plus was a huge change and a huge uh, shift really for Disney a couple years ago. Uh, you know, really it changed our whole content uh, strategy. And, and obviously we're seeing that even today. How do you feel the state of Disney Plus is, you know, after we're like, what, two and a half years into it? How are you, how are you feeling about Disney Plus? I mean, so first of all, timing being everything, right? Talk about, you know, yeah. the fortuitous timing yeah. of Disney launching when it did pre-pandemic and the content they were able to share. Look, I have to tell you, and I was just having a conversation with somebody who was a, a former executive at Disney today. I think the best content Disney is putting out currently is appearing on Disney Plus, hmm. whether it is the Marvel content, the docuseries content. I mean, it's consistently good and there's something for everybody and you know i think i'm not saying that the movie industry is in trouble right. i think the movie industry is going to need to adapt to become more experiential because we really like sitting on our couches with our own food and our own bathrooms and the pause button and being able to again enjoy this content together as a family 
Exactly. Totally. And I mean, so I'm, overall, obviously, there's a lot of new stuff, but there's also a lot of the old stuff. So I don't know. We were thinking maybe you could give us your quick recommendations for a few categories here. So if you had to choose classic Disney movie, what's your go to pick for someone? I'm not going to give you a typical Lou Mangiello multi-part answer. You no, you can if you want, Disney but that's, movie. yeah, yeah. You do what you do what you want. <laughs> I'm going to go with the sentimental favorite and say Mary Poppins. Okay. Classic. Oh. Can't go wrong. Last, or was it last week or two weeks ago? We did the movies of the sixties. We went through every year of the sixties and picked our favorites. And obviously Mary Poppins is the highlight of that, that decade for yeah, sure. Um, so what about best? I would say like modern movie as in last, like, I don't know, five to six years. There's a lot to choose from. They've been releasing Yeah, there is a lot Fast and Furious now. um, He said Fast and Furious. not that. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not that. Uh, Talk about bad universal attractions, but I digress. Um, You know, I think the Marvel stuff really has been, um, for me, at the forefront of the 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 films that they've been putting out that I have really enjoyed. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan, so I'm a little bit of a I'm a, a little bit of a sucker for Spider-Man. Yeah. So which which one of the Spider-Man? Did, did you? I mean, would you say the newest one? I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. You, know? you get all three mm-hmm. Spider-Men in the latest. Yep. You know, spoilers. Yeah. There. yeah, you get the classic, um, and you know, Willem Dafoe is just such a yeah. good Green Goblin. Oh yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. That was a huge movie moment for sure. So then uh, you mentioned the shows. You know, you've got Marvel, Star Wars, uh, you know, Mysterious Benedict Society, all these other, you know, straight to Disney Plus shows. Do you have, and is your maybe your family as well, do you have a favorite so far of, of all the shows that have released? So as not to sort of hang my hat on the Marvel hook, uh, <laughs> I think the Imagineering story yeah, was just guess. brilliantly done. Yeah, Fantastic. that is awesome. And did I just see that they're coming out with something in the vein of that? Sam, you were not Light and Magic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's oh, yeah. a documentary yeah. for Industrial Light and Magic, mm-hmm. which is Super Lucasfilm's uh, mm-hmm. visual effects uh, branch, I guess. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Which is all, I mean, talk about like knowing your audience. This is all the stuff that we as Disney nerds wanted to see. We wanted to peek behind the Imagineering right. and the Skywalker Ranch curtains, and that's what they're giving us. And they're yeah. not just tossed out there either. Like, they put a lot of effort into them, which is the part I appreciate. Like, I mean, they truly care about these projects, which is really cool. Yeah. Some of the footage they have, too, is just like, man, this is just mind blowing that, you know, how well they can put it together. And it looks so good, especially the Imagineering story. Some of it was just Mm -hmm. such a treat to be able to see. Um, So normally each week we do a what we've been watching. So maybe we'll just go around the around the horn here. Uh, But uh, Lou, since, you know, guess first, would you have you guys been watching anything? You seen anything recently you've been enjoying? Um, in the interest of research and the interest of interest, I've been watching Ms. Marvel. Oh yeah, just to, to curious to see you know where that sort of fits in, mm-hmm. um, which has been interesting. It's, yeah. I think it definitely focuses on a you know more of a young teen girl demographic, but I like her. Yeah, I like her a lot as, as an actress, and I'm winning. So tell that. me your gut. What is your gut? <laughs> what do you what mean? is my gut? Yeah, about about Ms. Marvel. I mean, how would you? I mean, usually we'll, we'll even rank these. We'll say okay. Did you like it as well as Falcon Winter Soldier? Did you like it as well as um, Loki? Did you, where does it, you know, or Hawkeye? 
so you, which you just mentioned three of not my favorite. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm Falcon and the Winter Soldier was not my favorite. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I think Hawkeye was, yeah, I think Hawkeye was meant for a younger audience too. Mm-hmm. Other than when Kingpin rolled in and my daredevil brains just <laughs> fell out of my head. Yeah, um, I just wish they waited so long, just, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and, the, and I love the fact that Daredevil's coming back. Yeah, um, which I think they just Plus. announced that too. But yeah, yeah. Got WandaVision. What do you think of Ms. Marvel then overall? Um, I would put Ms. Marvel in in the middle. It's you know, it's sort of like you know, diary of a wimpy kid and sort of that same mm. type of like fast, yeah. cartoony style. Mm-hmm. It's very, very light. Um, mm-hmm. but I like to give them their due and and make my final judgment based on what that last episode yeah. drops. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of times they put a ton into that last episode. I mean, honestly, that's been one of our biggest complaints, is it kind of feels like they don't kind of do enough until that last episode it's like maybe spread that out or foreshadow a little bit of that before the last episode but you know i think overall the quality has been really high um but uh anyone else watching anything someone in, in, in the vein of willow we just watched willow i also watched uh strange magic from lucasfilm and it's Aww. kind of similar to willow it's not very good oh man yeah yeah it's amazing i mean i hope george lucas isn't listening to this right now but it's just amazing no you hope he is listening (laughs) it's amazing how far he got in Mm -hmm. star wars when you look at willow or when you look at i mean it kind of felt like uh what did we watch uh the star wars Oh, Ewok adventure or something. Caravan oh, of man, bad. <laughs> oh man, it was like it was like watching that. I, Willow is many... like Mary Poppins compared to this. I mean, okay. it's so much better than that. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. I kept. I usually always make it to the end, but I was thinking I'm going to fast forward through this part. I'm going to fast forward through this part. Come on, we all look forward to the holiday season and gathering our uh, family around with a hot <laughs> cup of cocoa and putting on that holiday special and <laughs> B Arthur's 47 minute song in the canteen. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's That's not true. it's not That's yeah, true. everyone's not a hit, but you know, I think actually Willow's pretty pretty good, but we'll we'll review yeah. that next week. Um but uh, Abe, you watched anything recently? Yeah, last night we watched Wreck-It Ralph. That's I gotta say that's one of my favorite Disney animated movies. It's yeah. so good. It's, everything in it is amazing. I mean, the music, everything. Yeah. So. I think that's one of like my favorite to rewatch. I feel like I, yeah, I would rather watch movie. that one. You catch any. new stuff every time, you know, in the arcade yeah. and stuff Sounds like that. Fun. I think that's mm-hmm. core to a good one is all the little details in the back and everything else. And mm-hmm. I, did you say you would watch something? Um, no, I mean we were watching Tangled last night, which that one is, I mean, stands the test of time. It's a true classic. And then I was watching just a little bit before this. I started the first episode of the uh, the summer time of the Mickey Mouse shorts, which I was super excited when I saw that because they have that's this is the fourth season now, or whatever for the fourth season. They've done fall, descent, winter, and then spring, um, which spring was my favorite so far, and summer is good so far. And yeah, but I love them. I just think it's super cool when they put out seasonal content. Yeah. Um, like Hawkeye was one of the really i mean so far they haven't done tons i hope they're doing more which apparently they're doing a halloween special later this year like a marvel i think like a mm-hmm. werewolf something special and then they're going to do the guardians uh holiday special which i'm really excited for that one yeah. Christmas time. that'll be hilarious. i can't even imagine that one so i don't even i don't know <laughs> what's awesome. gonna happen there. now i don't want to no. do any spoilers here uh lou have you seen love and thunder yet I have. Okay, cool. I, I'm not going in depth, but I did rewatch, and this is for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. Uh, I did just watch the Marvel one shots again. 
which is you know Team Thor with Daryl and then Team Daryl with the Grandmaster. I would encourage you to watch that again. It's fun yeah, okay. and it does have a little bit of a nod to Thor: Love really? and Thunder. So, um, well, I haven't watched Thor: Love and Thunder. How would you guys? How about a thumbs up or thumbs down? Mm. Uh, just that so we won't because yeah. If, okay, yeah, who's giving it a more thumbs up? I give a thumbs up. Not Ragnarok level, but you know, still a thumbs up. Oh, yeah, I gave it a sight thumb. Yeah, I'd give it kind of a forty-five degree thumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of yeah, cheating. But, kind of yeah. defeats the point of a I thumbs know, up I or know. a thumbs I, down. I'm torn. I'm torn. It was enjoyable, very enjoyable though. <laughs> I think well, the movies are sort of becoming. They're very much sort of the handprints of their directors, right? So, Multiverse mm-hmm. of Madness had just yeah. Sam Raimi just bleeding all over exactly this yeah. is a taika Waititi Literally. movie without it mm-hmm. they just said taika go just yeah. go you know make a comedy movie and just have a you know a little bit of superhero stuff in there too yeah yeah mm. i did read an article today i thought was interesting though they said you know we desperately need i think for the, well i don't know about desperately but we really need for the mcu the next goal because if they they said if you actually think about it in all of phase one through three i think there was 26 hours of movies and so far in phase four, there's 55 hours of footage that they've done so far. And it really feels like there hasn't been that kind of unifying factor between it all. And honestly, I hope it doesn't mean I'm not a true Marvel fan, but I, that's a big part of it for me has been this kind of like, where are we going? How do they all connect? And right now it feels like so many little bits and pieces that are just kind of teased that it, it's kind of feeling a little overwhelming slash underwhelming <laughs> just because I, I think they need that unifying factor. But you know, I trust them. I mean, Kevin Feige has done pretty much, you know, nailed it every single time. But, uh, you know, we'll see where it goes, I guess. Well, Lou brought I think, up I think something. Oh, I think that's on purpose. I yeah. think the sort of these there's jigsaw puzzle pieces that are sort of strewn all about and they don't seem like they're connected. And again, Feige, I think in his infinite wisdom at some point is going to connect all those dots and go, oh, my God, now I see where Moon Knight fits in with, mm-hmm. you know, all these other characters. And yeah, at least that's what I'm hoping. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They kind of did that with what if a little bit, I thought. And I thought that was like a good example where I'm like, this is not sure this is working. And then they pull it all together. And I was like, OK, why do I ever doubt them? Because it always seems to work out. So yeah. but Dad, what were you going to say? Know, Lou brought up. A, a, he was talking about the director of, I don't know, uh, maybe Thor, Love and Thunder. But. I was I saw an article it was talking about the 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 upcoming episode of Miss Marvel and they said oh they're going back to such and such director who did kind of the sketchy things and it does mm-hmm. seem like that this is something they're doing in all the episodes like there it's not one director through all the episodes it's like mm-hmm. they're doing two or three of the episodes and they and even what if was kind of they had a different do you think they're doing that for are they looking for that director or are they just I think that's pretty common i don't know because i can feel that i feel that in the episodes like you know they're gonna do the sketchy thing again and miss marvel at the end but they haven't done that in a couple episodes and it does kind of feel like they almost wrote each one from someone separately because they don't always especially miss marvel it didn't feel like it to me it was real cohesive i'm asking i think i think you're 100 right Uh, and sometimes it can feel you know depending on what eye you look at these shows with it can feel a little disjointed and then again you hope that it's all tied in a bow but sometimes it's a, almost a little disruptive because you there's a timing and a pacing and an aesthetic and then next week you've got something completely different mm-hmm. yeah 
especially that was, I feel like really clear with Boba Fett, <laughs> uh, which I don't know if you watched, but man, that was just all over the place. But I also think that is a pretty common thing in, in, in uh, TV, I think, um, you know, I think because they are so many productions going on. A lot of times they do have kind of time constraints and how, how long they can make it. So, you know, you go look at like classic Star Trek or something like that or Doctor Who. It's not just one director usually through the whole thing. Usually they're they've got a few different directors who are kind of switching off so that they can plan kind of you know, have multiple productions going simultaneously or at least planning stages. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, at least they've given them the ability to branch out a little bit uh, and go all over the place. I mean, Moon Knight is so different from Miss Marvel, but I think that's kind of cool. It kind of gives you a palate cleanser. And really, Miss Marvel is more of, I would say, like, I don't know, with team drama or, you know, something more like that. Coming of age. Yeah, (laughs) 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 definitely. (laughs) All right. Well, let's go into our main topic here. Um, This is something that, Lou, I think you did it. I, th- I think it was like 2015 or something like that, um, I noticed. But that's been a long time in Disney Park time. We've had a pandemic in between there, and a lot of stuff's changed. There's been a lot of movies, if anyone's noticed, that have come out since then. But the idea is, uh, we're not going to have a ton of rules, but basically, you know, <laughs> and some people actually hate this, and in some ways I don't love it either, but <laughs> it's basically, um, <laughs> you know, what movie, or we'll say, we'll say TV show's okay too, would you like to if you could do anything go to imagineering and make them you know have them put together a, a a ride in a park you have to pick a park and you have to pick a like a rough idea of what the ride would be you don't have to go like everything specifically or attraction but you know you got to have a movie a park and a rough concept of what it would be it doesn't have to be in depth or anything like that so that's kind of the the idea here um maybe and just to let you know ben nixed my idea yeah. of you had to take a one attraction out yeah to oh, replace yeah. it with i'm not uh, gonna like cut my finger off that. just to you know do a theoretical <laughs> thing i'm not ben getting rid of the jungle cruise or something like that you know? about that he uh, still can't get past Splash Mountain being changed to don't even get me started. Bayou Adventure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, maybe we'll go, you know, around in a, in a circle. Maybe we can uh, we can maybe go down the horn like uh, Abe, Ike, go or uh, actually how about we'll don't go? Don't put me first. <laughs> okay. How about we go Lou first, know. then Dad, and we'll go down in age from there. Then, if that's okay, <laughs> Lou, do you ha- do you mind going first? No, not at all. Because it this is actually something I think about all the time. Yeah, Um, because I think there is such great opportunity and I sort of have this list that has remained pretty consistent in my head for a number of years. And I sort of bounce around with what I would pick first. And I'm going to say this one, not only because I love the character and the new Disney Plus series, but I just don't want one of you guys to steal it from the first. (laughs) Um, I love Big Hero 6. I think Big Hero 6 is a great, and it it has its Marvel roots. Um, I think, and I love this idea of the background of San Francisco and flying yeah. on the back of Baymax and some sort of interactive, maybe even a gamified type adventure flying through, imagine flight of passage or something like that, but mm. flying mm. through the, the streets and the skies of San Francisco. I'll tell you what, that was on my In list. Tomorrowland. Oh yeah. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Okay. Yep. Sounds super cool. I feel like the I struggled to not do like every single one of them like Flight of Passage because it's just so good and it's such like there are so many amazing experiences that if you're like I want to be X, just stick it in Flight of Passage kind of ride platform and man, it would be spectacular. So great, great pick. Uh, and also we will say if someone says a movie, you got to pick something else. Just heads up if I hadn't already said that. So all right, Dad, what do you got? <laughs> 
Um, I'm going to go with <laughs> Inside Out. And I'd like to see this one. And I'm going to pull out Journey into the Imagination and stick it in there. Um, I mean, Ooh, it man. was good. And I, you know, <laughs> I know, I know I'm, I'm stepping on, you know, sacred toes there. A figment. Uh, but I, I think it just would be the perfect ride. I mean, it's got the music that as you come in, you'd have that dun, dun, da, 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 da. And you could go through all those parts of, you know, uh, and I was even trying to think in my head, you know, they, of course, Disney could do this, where you'd pick your your character, like, are you joy, anger, fear, or maybe everybody in your car would be a different one, you know? Um, and you'd go through those core memories, the long-term storage memories. You could do dreams, uh, you know, and they did it also well. Maybe Bing Bong would be the host. Uh, I don't know. I'd like to see him come back, um, you know, or maybe you start out in the control center and, you know, you're, you're setting it up. Uh, but I just think even when I have watched it and rewatched it, there's just, it has a magical score. And when those balls start to roll and, you know, when they show those things up there, you, you feel all those things and you go, wow, I didn't know that's how I worked inside. <laughs> um, but it totally makes sense. All that stuff they've taught us in grade school was wrong. <laughs> there are little people in our heads uh, doing exactly pulling levers. Uh, and I think I think it would be I think it has all the right parts. Yeah. Even though Figment can maybe make a, uh, you know, a cameo. A popcorn bucket that can sell for three hundred dollars. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I actually true. knew you were gonna pick that because we talked about that when we walked out of the theater. I think we're like, oh, yeah. this would be perfect. And it was on my list. Bing, see, I think I think you leave Figment in. You have to redo Figment. Leave it okay. in the pyramid. But outside the pyramid, you do Bing Bong's emotional roller coaster. Mm. You have there thought you of this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get out much. I That's really right. Much. <laughs> ah, Bing Bong's emotional roller coaster. I, I like That's that. Good. I think that'd be perfect. I mean, again, so yeah, the, the hard part is for true Disney fans, we they don't want IP in the parks anymore at this point. It feels like to extent. So taking out Figment, you'd probably have people like literally protesting in front of Epcot. I'm pretty sure, but uh, I, I get it. That's a great idea, both of them, honestly. But uh, I've got a train going by, so maybe Sam, you go next, and then I'll go after you. Okay. Well, I I did I originally I thought about doing Inside Out, but I thought Dad might do that. Um, my idea was for a monsters incorporated coaster um and i may have taken ben may have Dang, gone it's not original i i have heard other people say this one but that was totally something i would love to see well and part of what gave me this idea was the monsters at work tv show i think you could very easily have kind of you're joining myth the miffed crew for the day you know and you're going on a maintenance tour with them through the through the yeah, the laugh factory wherever the door storage mm -hmm. place is um and then, of course, in classic ride fashion, something goes wrong and you plummet down all these hills and whatever. Um, I think it would also be a really cool way to a lot of the new rides incorporate like the physical with like digital screens. And, you know, you could I think they could pull off kind of that scale of the mm. big, massive door atrium room oh, yeah. um, now. And I, th I think that would be really cool. That'd be probably be hard to make it much better than the Monsters Inc. The, I'm not sure what it's called, the Laugh Floor, whatever it is, in Disneyland or uh, California Adventureland. 
it's just a ride through it's like little mermaid style but we did it when last year and it was very very low quality and all the statues i mean you've got solely just you know like this just static not moving at all no nothing i mean it was it wasn't b- creepy but it was edging it to that point so it would yeah definitely be better than that hopefully and Lou it was, was better than superstar limo so <laughs> yes <laughs> i bet that's true lou was this if, if i'm correct has there been rumors that this would do rock and roller coaster do you remember no so years ago and supposedly this was a green lit concept that was going to go before so currently in hollywood studios where it's it's open occasionally where sort of that pixar the the incredibles um street is remember when that used to be pixar place Mm -hmm. and there was a meet and greet and there was a huge show building back there that's where this monsters inc coaster was supposedly green lit for and then Mm -hmm. it was ungreen lit yeah but who knows if it'll ever Man, you know, yeah. it has the monsters Inc. So sort of it probably train. would have kind of taken the place of where Toy Story Land is, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. kind of that area. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, are you thinking, Sam, then you'd cool. want it in to see it there? Hollywood I think Studio. in Hollywood Studios. I mean, I, I feel like Hollywood Studios right now is lacking besides at least a new thrill ride. Um, I, mean, I don't think Wars, the Slinky right? Dog. That's true. I don't. <laughs> I haven't done the Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. Um. And I don't, I don't know that the Millennium Falcon counts as a full thrill ride, really, um, in my mind. Yeah, I mean, I got a little nauseous, but you know, I mean, <laughs> but yeah, I get that. You got kind of a weak stomach. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. No, that's yeah, that was definitely my top of my list. I mean, that's something I think is one of my favorite Pixar's slash animated movies is is that one. So that idea of yeah, coming through the doors and then you just see the all the you know the doors cross crisscrossing i think you would probably have to do some of the projection or something like that you could get obviously get some huge scale but um that'd be phenomenal i think um so that was my top of my list but i will scratch that one off and choose something else here um this is something let's see here okay this is i think could be an addition to star wars land uh or as i call it but, you know um galaxy's edge would be i think it'd be really cool Again, it's kind of like the flight of passage platform, but a speeder bike ride where you actually are on the, like, you know, an indoor, you're actually on one of the bikes. Cause again, that would be like an individual thing you could do. And I just think the speed in the, in the movies when they're ever on one is just incredible. Uh, so I think being able to go in there, you know, get on your bike and experience that, that just mind blowing speed. I don't think you need to do VR because honestly, I don't not crazy about all the VR ideas that everyone's been throwing out because I just think that feels one. I think it can feel dated, but two, I just I don't know. I I like the thing where you can kind of experience it more with multiple people. Obviously, that would be kind of individual, but Flight of Passage has shown you can do that. So maybe you wouldn't actually be up in the air, but you could maybe have some kind of decks where you could kind of have a, you know, I don't know, you'd have to have your own individual uh, pod, I guess you could call it. But um, so that was something I think because Galaxy's Edge is just so incredible. But and I don't even know if there is much room over there. I'm sure they could carve it out. Um, but I think that would be a really cool addition. But yeah, that's mine. Cool. Yeah. So I. All right. So what I've got and what I would love to see in Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom. So it, you picture it'd have to be to the right of Space Mountain. Um, so basically, it'd be the Axiom, a tour of the Axiom from. Wally. Um, so I think what would be cool is if it was framed like it was a 
uh, vacation, like basically tour with us, go on a voyage with us for vacation, you know, and like not, a sales not pitch almost like where they're like, yeah. So like you basically you go up. So like, uh, I haven't eaten at the space 20 or 220 or whatever. And then also like rises resistance where you have the, the pre boarding show, you know, where you get on your pod, you go up to the spaceship, you know, you would ascend into space and you'd get on the axiom and you'd have the osseum, the, uh, a great narrator and he'd be like you know let's see the axiom when you need a change of pace join us out in space you know stuff like that yeah. i think it'd be super be cool he'd be traveling so it'd be like space mountain tunnel scenes you know where you're going it's really futuristic spacey you've got the screens out in the space you know and it's also putting up uh like pop-up screens you know like this is what you'll see while you're with us on your voyage you know you can see these awesome stars in the distance and you know you have a great huge pool area and all that stuff um but then i think it'd be cool if they used uh, like the trackless system, I think would work really well. Cause then you could have like, yeah. I don't think it would have to mirror the movie perfectly. Like, I think it'd be cool if, again, if it was framed, like choose us, you know, to spend your time, you know, away from home or whatever, something like that. Like, cause it is a spaceship, you know, it's like a, two, you know, a traveling or whatever, a transport. Yeah. Um, but then you could have, you know, like, um, yeah. So the trackless system, they could look, it could look like the, uh, the hover chairs or whatever, you know, from the movie. Um, and you'd be going around, you know, you can see out in space, you could see like Wally and E flying around and then you can, you know, just the huge scale, I think would be truly awesome. You know, you could go to the, the, uh, captain's lounge area or to the, you know, the cockpit area. And then like the hugest massive, uh, the atrium or whatever would be super oh, yeah. cool. Um, and then you could have even like, you know, again, as you're going, you know, you'd have all the speakers everywhere. So you could have like a black hole or whatever. And then the space, you know, the ship has to steer away from that. And then you could have like rumbling in the seats, you know, it, and then the trackless system would work well because it could come to a stop, you know, in your chairs and then it could shake you around and stuff like we need to get out of here, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But I don't know. I think I think it could work really well for that area. And it'd also be super cool if it would be like a literal uh, like a uh, a pre to decide if you actually want to stay at a hotel in that area. And I think it'd be really cool. That'd be cool. They wouldn't have to be like full pledged uh, Star Cruiser <laughs> or whatever. But yeah. And book you your uh, yeah, yeah. Star Cruiser tickets now. $3,000 right a night. Hit the button in front of you. <laughs> yeah. But I would love it. Wally's like my favorite movie. And I think that could actually be a really fun, yeah. kind of spectacular. Like different, different type of attraction. Yeah. But. We just bonded, man. That was number one on my list. Wow. Hey, hey. <laughs> You're my new best friend. Then. <laughs> yeah. That's well, awesome. Nice. Man, well, you can tell who the creative ones in our family are because good grief. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> I'm yeah, like I Star Wars going fast. I think Wally could actually happen because I, I think there's so. opportunity here. Yeah. Because, and I actually think it could fit into Epcot. Maybe okay. even put mm -hmm. it in Wonders of Life because you can teach about protecting the earth mm -hmm. and conservation efforts and all that kind of stuff. So you could almost sort of play around with where you put it. But mm. I yeah, love that absolutely. character I, and I love that film. Yeah, yeah, I did consider Epcot too, but I'm not. I don't go to Epcot as often, so I wouldn't be able to do it as often. So I'm like selfish. <laughs> that's why I needed that. See, that's why I needed an Epcot. Yeah. I know that is probably a smarter move for, for them it, for sure. For sure. But uh, yeah, it'd be super cool if they did the planet thing, you know, and kind of conserve the planet. Yeah, and stuff. It'd be really cool. That'd be fantastic. But, yeah. Man, and just think, assuming they didn't just do like a huge building and they did actually like themed it, you know, on the outside. Yeah, I mean, they can't make cool. literally the full scale of the, you know, Halcyon yeah. or whatever. But uh, yeah, it'd be so cool. Yeah. All right, Abe, you're up. What you yeah. doing? Well, I wish we had done this like three or four years ago because like 100% would have picked Tron because I, that <laughs> yeah. is literally, I'm going to cry when I do that. It's going to be best ride ever. It's 40th anniversary today, isn't it? I think for the original Tron or was it yesterday? Oh, it, it, yeah. It was, I should know yeah. that. That's my favorite movie of all time and mm -hmm. I don't know that. Not the original. Yeah. But it's I'm going to pick the movie I watched last night, Wreck-It Ralph. Dang it. And you pick that one i'll cross that one out too yep wow and i know they had they had something like it in the void i don't know if anyone ever did that besides some of us but 
and I never got a chance to do it, but I'm, this is not, I'm not imagineering. So I don't know <laughs> how they would do it. I mean, I don't know if they would have to do VR or something, but to be inside like a retro video game, I think would be the coolest thing to have like the buildings, you know, the eight bit style, like, I don't know. It would be oh, yeah. awesome, but I can't really go much from there. Cause I don't know how, to, how it all work together, but yeah, it would be cool to see. Very cool. Especially yeah. with like Rick Ralph too. I mean, you could be in like the internet, you know, and then you could yeah. be in the arcade. You could go to the different sections. Or it of could the be movies. a roller coaster. I don't know. I mean, yeah. and you could totally see like, you know, going through like uh, Sugar Rush and stuff. You know, right. You got the awesome or music and then Heroes Duty, you know, yeah. or any of those. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Was yeah. you race maybe across or something to that effect across right. all the games through the arcade, you know? So maybe something goes haywire. You get out of one of them and go through it. And maybe you could mm -hmm. kind of almost do a little test track kind of deal where you're customizing right. your Sugar Rush car or something like that. Uh, this yeah. a lot of people have tossed out the VR slash a black box as they call it, you know, which is kind of the projection kind of deal for the Stitches Great Escape area, just because that's been abandoned for a long time. I don't know if you have enough room in there. I do think it would be a great idea to fill that, yeah. but I, think it would I don't know. I mean, well. they've always kind of stuck with the theaters, but I don't know if that's just because they're just trying to reuse the stuff they already have there. But uh, yeah. Lou might know more about that than I do. So, uh, but that's a great idea. So yeah, it's cool. All right, well, Lou, it's back up to you. What's your second so, pick? So this is a little bit obscure because it's not – it definitely was not one of Disney's most popular films, although they were banking on it that it would be. Um, it was actually the first sort of science fiction animated movie that Disney did but was actually based on not just a book but an attraction Disney had done before – and it was Atlantis, the Lost Empire, mm. uh, back in 2001. I think you can take that classic, you know, Jules Verne, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And if this was actually a concept that was originally going to go in Disneyland. Um, after it came mm. out, they had really sort of invested a lot of money into this film and put a lot of eggs in that basket, thinking that they could make the submarine voyage an Atlantis attraction. I missed 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea at Walt Disney World. I bought into it completely as a kid. <laughs> I have an actual porthole. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I have a porthole. Uh, it's one of the subs. Awesome. That's awesome. And I love the idea of um, what the of, of going underwater and looking for mm -hmm. this lost continent of Atlantis um, can do in terms of something unlike anything else that we have, really, in terms of a water-based attraction in Walt Disney World. Yeah. That's a great one. That is a, a little bit more unknown. I mean, uh, what year was that movie, Sam? Do you remember? It was like 2001. 2001? Okay. Yeah, I think I've only watched it once or twice maybe, but uh, I remember in the, the Disney magazine, they had a big one whole issue about that, and I loved reading that one. That was so good back mm. in the day. Man, I miss that magazine. Um, oh, that's a great one, Lou. That's All cool. right, Dad. That'd be awesome. Well, I really only had one other and lou took it it was going to be I, I think they should do another one on Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea uh, and, and then just put it back um because you know at, at disneyland it's still amazing uh not because not because the technology is so amazing even though it was a lot better i mean i like the little mermaid kind of screens underwater that was kind of cool um but it just felt like maybe it's for old people i don't know you felt like you were stepping into the wonderful, wonderful world of Disney because that's what they always showed. And so it was just something magical. So and I know they can't put it back, but uh, it is kind of cool. It was fun at the time. Yeah, 
Todd, have you ever been to Tokyo Disney Sea? I have not. I think you guys, I think you need to take like a boys trip out to Tokyo <laughs> because they yeah. have a 20,000 league under the sea attraction there. In really? Yeah. yeah. Man, it was just so dead. <laughs> it was just so fun. You know, when you climb down into that little submarine and, and you'd have, um, to welcome to 20,000 leagues under the sea, uh, you know, James Mason or, uh, you know, and it was just, it was just great. So are the Nemo subs still open? Yep. And how, they just how similar are they to the 20,000 leagues under the sea? You mean the actual, actual like I mean, submarine? Because they're in the same place, aren't they? In Disneyland, yeah. Yeah, in, in Disneyland. Disneyland, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just refurbished yeah. it, I think, and I think it actually yeah, just, just closed reopened. Were there. I was so bummed I didn't go yeah. right on it again. Now, that was spectacular. Uh, mm-hmm. The first time we rode it, it was gorgeous sunny day, so the water you know, the water was just glistening and sparkling. It was beautiful. It was a really great experience. Well, and they were, you know, brightly colored submarines. Not They weren't the Nautilus. Yeah. Um, they were just kind of a, a Disneyland attraction that was really f- something. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going. Uh, this is not. This movie has grown on me a ton over the years. I really didn't love it uh, initially, uh, but since then, I've I have three kids, and two of them watch all every movie a thousand times. So I, you know, you kind of you kind of grow to love everything more, or, or maybe hate it more, I guess. But You're wanting the bluey ride. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't be opposed. But <laughs> um, uh, no, I was thinking uh, Zootopia, um, and I think there there has been rumors about different stuff. Wonders of Life Pavilion. I think there was also some stuff mentioned there that would be really cool. But I think this would actually make a good roller coaster. Not that only roller coasters are fun, but. Uh, I think if you were, you know, going through all the biomes, I think that would be so cool. Kind of basically the train that she goes through, even if you just did the train, that'd be cool. But, you know, you go this, I think, would kind of have to be a little bit Mickey and Minnie's Runaway or, um, you know, maybe I, I have not been on it, but like Pirates in Shanghai where you have like the huge projection and everything. I think that's in Shanghai. Is that is that right, Lou? Yeah. I think. Okay. Uh, but that idea of, you know, you're going through, you go through the desert and everything changes and you've got the heat and you've got all the different, uh, you know, the world. Um, I, I think the world of Zootopia is maybe the highlight of it. Um, and, and obviously you have all the characters that could appear. Uh, but I think that would be a really just gorgeous, uh, beautiful, colorful, uh, and thrilling because I mean, even they even kind of do some of those scenes, you know, when they're kind of running away from the, the jaguar or the I think it's mm-hmm. jaguar, maybe it's panther actually, but um, you kind of get some of that falling down through the layers and all of that, and I think that could be super fun. So uh, mm-hmm. as to a park, I think Animal Kingdom would be perfect. Maybe put it over in Dino Land area uh, since that's pretty much it seems like almost uh, only a shell of what it was at this point but um i think that would be a cool update maybe almost theme the whole area around it uh, you could kind of do a zootopia area um again i don't know what the other stuff would be but it would i'm sure there's plenty to support there obviously they gave a ton of cool snack ideas so you could have you know giant uh, paw print popsicles and you know uh all the different yeah. uh different stuff they have there so that's my uh my next want but what do you got, I mean, asking you oh, shall yeah. receive as long as you go to Shanghai. Right? <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah. The city of Zootopia out. is open next year, so that yeah. would be spectacular. It's just, yeah, it's just hard to make them around to all the different you know parts of the country, <laughs> especially yeah. Shanghai hasn't been open in like it's just opening now, isn't it? I think after yeah. months. Ugh. Wow. All right, Sam. Well, Dad took my second one. Um, Same. <laughs> 
But have you seen the movie Jungle Cruise? I think that would make a fantastic <laughs> attraction. I agree. Uh-huh. Yeah, you put Dwayne Johnson there, and that'd be that's yeah. right. Uh-huh. Yeah, they should just hire him as the skipper for uh, for Jungle Cruise, and that would be fun. Pretty sure no. they did for a little bit. Did they? Yeah, right before the movie came out. Oh, it's a promotional run. Yeah. One of the most tragic things, though, is I watched Jungle Cruise with multiple people who had not seen it or been on the ride, and they didn't get like, you know, oh, that's a terrible place to be headed, you know, or things like that. And I'm like, ah, you guys are missing the backside of water, you know. None of them got it. Wow. Lou, did you think that movie was a good one? I, you know what? As long as you allowed yourself just to go in like you should on Jungle Cruise and it's <laughs> going to be campy and corny and just have fun with it, uh, I was surprised how much I liked it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. All right, Ike. So that was your actual one then? Oh, Sam, what were you? Is that, is that what your... I, I didn't have another one. Dad, Dad took it. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, well almost, I put all my eggs I almost in, messaged uh, you guys oh. before and was like, we should compare lists just to make sure we don't overlap <laughs> yeah. too much. And That's part of the game, though. You know, you got to yeah. plan for failure. So, Well, this, speaking of failure, I'm kidding. Not this yeah. Much, but no, um, yeah, I put most of my thought into the Axiom um, with the only <laughs> one. But this next one would be really cool. And the only hard part about it I'm finding is where I'd put it. I'm not 100% sure on that. But so I think the it'd be Death really cool. Star. Yeah, that would be cool. Full life. Fifth park, all by itself. Yeah, all this Star Wars thing. But on the moon. Um, but so it'd be like a Jim Hawkins adventure from Treasure Planet. So you, I don't know if it'd just be a simple ride through. I mean, I think maybe almost if it was you know, uh, Guardians Rewind style. I mean, I've tried to stay offline watching the videos, but it looks like they do a really good job of making it exciting. But they have a lot of big, huge physical props, and they've got the projection, and it's really colorful. I think it'd be really cool. You know if. On each car or whatever pod, you'd ha- you'd look up and you'd have the huge, you know, orange neon uh, solar sail or whatever. Um, you've got you know your super cool space theming again. Um, so maybe Tomorrowland. I'm not sure, but I think it would be cool just to go on a space adventure. You know, oh, really yeah. fast paced, mm. um, cool. Um, again, that one actually has an actual black hole, so that would work really well for that too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Jim Hawkins or Treasure Planet ride would be really cool. That's a um, good idea. Like, do you feel do you feel us bonding here? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you love like, nobody else yeah. is going to put Treasure Planet on. Oh this. man, I'm sorry. <laughs> I put it as well. That one is it would be spectacular. That's great. It's I a know. beautiful movie that just it again, is, didn't it get is. the attention it needed. I know it's amazing. I mean, every time I watch that, I think I like it just a little bit more because it is so great, and it's a, I think it's a true classic. So same with I, I think. Uh, oh, go ahead. I was no, going to say yep. I feel like Disney could almost have a themed land somewhere that's. It's just a spaceport almost. And you kind mm-hmm. of, it would give them the gateway to doing like, because Treasure Planet might be kind of hard to integrate with just a random place in a park. But if you kind of had a spaceport mm-hmm. where you went to, that you know, Guardians of the Galaxy or, well, but more. The black hole. Come on, say the black hole. <laughs> black hole. <laughs> and yeah. I kind of wondered if, depending on how like the Avatar movies go, if like if they would ever switch like Avatar Land into you know or Pandora into more of just an alien location with you know branches off into other locations more than just multiverse. Avatar. Yeah. Just That's convert right. Animal Kingdom into a hub for all the, uh, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, see, if you use a multiverse, you could just go into the bathroom, and that could be a new world. <laughs> That's, That's right. right. That would be, you that don't would have be to cool. have any connection. 
yeah, yeah, but I do hope, like, even just from the uh, the artwork concept for whatever it was, the uh, Shanghai, I think, or maybe, yeah, for the Tomorrowland, the new uh, Space Mountain renovation that they're planning, um, that's gorgeous, and the whole area looks just super. It has tons of continuity, and I really hope, like, I mean, they've been working on Tomorrowland, obviously, in Magic Kingdom for a little while, but I hope they really can get it really cohesive with everything and have it more, because I mean, it used to be like really, you know, uh, the futuristic land, and you was kind of the sight and a look into the future, and it's kind of I feel like drifted a little way away from that. And I hope I actually think Tron, the Tron coaster will help a lot with that area just to make it feel more flushed out yeah. and not so much just like a, I don't know. I don't know, but it's still yeah. my favorite land. It is hard though. I Cause it's what you're used to, you know? Cause like we like the steampunk cause that's what we grew up with, you know, but people, you know, like dad and Lou, they weren't, that wasn't their original Tomorrowland. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, but I, I put Treasure Planet. If you I had also, wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would do a Meet the Robinsons too. I think that could be oh, cool. That'd like be a the good one. city that'd of Meet the Robinsons, one. just gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, that'd be so fun. I don't know what that would be other than just a thought. The same with like that'd Tangled. At last I see the light. Just give us that lantern scene with the Disney magic. I don't know how they'll do it. Maybe it's again projection. Everything's projection nowadays. The castle shows are so drones. impressive. But drones, there you go. Drones would work. Just do micro drones with the uh, you know thousands of them. That would be ah. Uh, they have so it cool. on the castle show, or they did, which yeah. is awesome. But yeah, they could do that one. Yeah, Lou, do you think this is off topic? Well, maybe. Well, we each did two. Maybe that's a good pot, spot so we can uh, do the the trivia here in a second. But do you think realistically they'll ever do a, a fifth park? I think at some point because the space is is allocated for it but i think sometimes people they just talk about fifth park like it's yeah. building a new attraction the amount of infrastructure uh, and uh, money uh, and engineering uh, that, that goes into it is just on a mind-boggling scale uh, they have the room for it but i think for a, a lot of reasons i think a potential fifth gate is is a ways off do you think if they ever, and I don't even realistically think this would ever happen, do you think, well, maybe off that, do you think they'll ever actually get Marvel in any way? I mean, I know that Universal has, you know, all these things, but do you think they could ever work a deal? I do, because the the problem with the Universal deal is they are locked into the characters as right. they appeared in their Golden Age comic book form. So you take a kid to Universal now, they're like, who's the dude in the yellow tights? Like, what uh -huh. is there's, yeah. there's a huge disconnect and I'm sure Universal doesn't like opening up their books to Disney. I think there's a like a blockbuster trade coming yeah. in the future. Disney mm -hmm. has something Universal wants. Universal needs that space because they are very much bursting at the seams. Um, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happens in five to seven years. Yeah. I think that could be a big triggering event too because I mean that is like yep. you're, they're going to want to you know, milk that, <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that, that's going to be, that'd be huge if they could do that. And that is one that I think an Iron Man attraction, which I think they were maybe doing for Hong Kong mm -hmm. or somewhere, I think would be so cool to have in the U S but, um, awesome. but all right. So dad, let's do, you got some trivia for us. A game you said, so do I mean, I, I am scared trivia. here. <laughs> oh my. Now this is, Take it away. this is not going to make anybody feel stupid because i thought at first i would do this like beat bobby flay you know and it would be like beat lou mangello you know and it would be real him against everyone else oh, but man. you know i mean he'd probably still beat us so and and i didn't and i don't but i had some great trivia questions but i thought we'd do and we need some music here ben we're gonna have to add some how about this name that lou 
Yeah. You're not yeah. getting it. Yet. Okay. I got it. I'm frightened. I got it. I'm so frightened at this point. <laughs> okay. So there's a lot of lose in Disney Plus. Now you're gonna have to. I'm gonna give you a little clue. This is gonna be hard. Um, and I'm not gonna. We're not gonna use really the only Lou who was the lost and found Lou. Um, but here's the sam- here's a sample one. Okay. Uh, and it's this. Okay. Here's the uh, um the sample. This Lou had some serious father issues and that would be luke skywalker get it luke okay uh, okay. okay this is gonna be a challenge <laughs> yeah. okay. i'm like every disney character has parent issues <laughs> yeah. Yeah. True. there's literally a record um, route so, scene about that <laughs> so these are all so as you're thinking about your answer and what you write down should probably sound like Lou, but it's going to be something else. Okay. Right. Wow. So if you're thinking, let's see, uh, who had serious father issues and it doesn't sound like that, it's the wrong answer. Okay. Right. Here's, I think I've got uh, 12 of these. Wow. And this was it's taxing my brain. It took me like three days to come up with this. Okay. Here's the first one. Ready? Yep. Write down your answers. We'll go around and we'll see who has the highest score at the end. Um, there is no cash awarded to the winner. Um, okay, this Lou comes from a place called Spare Oom. This Lou comes from a place called Spare Oom. Do you just want us to write down the name or the name in the movie? Uh, the just do no, both. The, if you're the, the person, the person okay. in the movie. If you want to do the movie, maybe we'll do bonus points if it's a runoff or something. Spare Oom. Okay, uh, ready? Number two. Uh, this Lou repeated only two words throughout the entire movie other than when he didn't speak English. So this Lou repeated only two words in English. He spoke some other words, but they were not in English. <laughs> Are you getting the, the pattern it. here? Yes, but I mean I understand the concepts. <laughs> I uh, okay, this Lou only spoke two words in the whole movie, other than things that were not in another language. That were in another language. Well, that were. You said how far back? Are really having movies? a hard time getting that into animated? Wally. I just don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. Uh, Nobody yeah, keep going. I mean, we'll just have to. There's no judgment in this. Uh, this... I'm over two, by the way. Just okay. so you know. Ooh, okay. Good. Right there with you. As the <laughs> Bobby play is going down. Uh, this Lou was one swinging cat, but he was not a cat. This Lou uh... was one swinging cat, but he was not a cat. Okay. I'm not looking at any of you right now because I got my questions here up on the monitor. So I'm just going to go. If you need me yep, to stop, say it. stop. Okay. This Lou was a big jazz fan. And I'll put my little, this Lou was a big jazz fan. And again, these are, most of these are from animated features. I should tell you that. I felt good about myself for like one second. I <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? I'm just jotting movies down here at this point. All right, go ahead. <laughs> this Lou grew up to be Tom Selleck. This Lou grew up to be Tom Selleck. Okay. And we talked about this movie. Doing better now. Okay. This Lou was definitely not a cool cat, even though it was a cat. What? 
<laughs> this loser was definitely not a cool cat. Like the same clue. You're not doing repeats, are you, Dad? Nope. Okay. But he was a cat. The other one was not a cat. I've pretty and much forgotten every Disney cat. character except Mickey Mouse at this point. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I've watched that movie a hundred times, uh, but I don't remember single oh, characters. You'll name. get when, <laughs> when I say him, you'll go. Oh, yeah, I know, yeah. but okay. oh my goodness, this Lou could move mountains. This Lou could move mountains. I feel like I'm doing like a spelling <laughs> test from the third grade. <laughs> or get the definition, please. No. Move mountains. Okay, ready for the next one? No. <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> Maybe. This Lou could hold his breath like forever. This Lou could hold his breath like forever. Are you doing Disney movies, Dad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> These are all on Disney Plus. Okay. Uh, goodness, goodness gracious. This is the hardest one we've ever done. Good, I thought. Okay. Well, I don't want to be labored here. Here's the next one No one can hold a candle to this Lou. No one can hold a candle to this Lou. That was a, that was a hint. Thanks, Dad. Okay. <laughs> it's known as the softball. That's right. <laughs> okay. This Lou is always behind his two other brothers. This Lou is always behind his two other brothers. Okay. Next one. Yep. Yeah, slow down, Dad. You're just <laughs> yeah. We're just kidding. sitting here then. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, this is a clue. If she wasn't careful this lou could burn her biscuits if she wasn't or isn't careful this lou could burn her biscuits and then my last one which i was so clever with <laughs> <laughs> okay let's see how good you are and actually yeah. this is not on disney plus right now um hopefully to be added later but it is a disney movie uh, this lou crashed on a tropical island and was befriended by his girl Wednesday. This Lou crashed on a tropical island and was befriended by his girl Wednesday. Luca Brazzi from The Godfather. <laughs> that's, that's how Wednesday. I was thinking this whole week. Holy moly. Like, wow. Well, okay, we're, let's hopeful. start at the very beginning. Here's first one. This Lou comes from a place called Spare Oom. It's the only one I'm confident about. Lucy from Narnia. Lucy. Or Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Lucy from the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I'm Lucy Pen Pevensey. Uh, in the entire... Uh, well, this Lou repeated only two words in English. Pit stop. Pit stop. Oh, Luigi. Luigi. Oh, nice job, God. Sam. Luigi? That's yeah, great. This Lou was one swinging cat, but not a cat. I mean, Aristocats, but right? No, no. not Aristocats. King Louie? King Louie. Uh, I wrote King uh, Louie, but I put Aristocats, so I'm taking it. So. No. Well, yes, well, I put I King I just Louis. wrote Lou for all of mine, and I got it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. Okay. This Lou was one big jazz fan. So is this in the Frog? Princess and the Frog. Ah, Louis, Louis the Alligator. That is so bad. Okay. This Lou grew up to be Tom Selleck. Meet Lewis the Robinsons. Robinsons. Lewis on Meet the Robinsons. That's correct. Uh, this Lou was definitely not a cool cat, but he was a cat. This anybody? Thomas O'Malley. Huh? Maybe not. How would Thomas, Thomas O'Malley, O'Malley have... do you it not start with that? Lou. You said not. A... What? Oh, no. yeah. I don't know why it's I his... that. <laughs> How about <laughs> no. Lucifer? Ah. ah, I was thinking that the whole time, but not Oh, I had that was I know. I know. This is I probably... horrific. <sighs> okay. This Lou could move mountains. 
I don't know. Hercules? I don't know. <laughs> no. Good guess. <laughs> I like that. Luisa from... Okay. Ah. Uh, Encanto. Encanto. Oh, man. Luisa. I also had John Henry, Luisa. which had nothing to do with L, so... <laughs> <laughs> Not the only no. one that caves under pressure. This is where, as a father, you know you failed your children. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, this Luke could hold his breath, like, forever. Luca. Luca! Oh, oh, nice that's one. a good one. Luca! Well done. Okay, wow. no one can hold a candle to this Lou. Lumiere. Lumiere, yeah. Yes. There's a softball. Um, this Lou is like, always behind yeah. his other, his two other brothers. Louis. Louis. Huey, Louis. Yeah, Huey, Louis. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's a good one. Oh, Okay, this is another wow. Meet the Robinson one. If she wasn't careful, this Lou could burn her biscuits. That's Meet the Robinsons too? Yes. The only reference I can think of burn my biscuits is uh, Stinky Pete in no. <laughs> uh, uh, Toy Story. Lucille, remember? He uh, says, Lucille. Yeah, he says something about her biscuits or, oh, man. or something like that. Oh, burn them. oh, and this is my favorite one. <laughs> this Lou crashed on a tropical island and was befriended by his girl Wednesday. Do you know what it is? Lieutenant Robinson Crusoe. That is correct. Yes! Oh my gosh! Starring Dick Van Dyke. Wow. I thought it was Dick Van Dyke's only other appearance in a Disney movie, but which is incorrect. Uh, I did. He did a short movie um, called Never a Dull Moment in 1968, and I don't think I've ever seen it. So, he also did. I, I mean, return to Mary Poppins, but still Mary Poppins. So. Well, yeah, that's yeah. that's true. I didn't think that Man, was. so gang, that's how'd tough. you do? I'm not even gonna I think say. I got two. <laughs> I got four. I got three. I got, I got three. Got Sam. Sam Damn. was sick. All right. That's not. It was a hard one. It was a hard one. But I'll tell you, it took a lot of brain power to get there. Yeah, uh, that was a, so, that's great. But that was a great game. That was a so really, thanks for really playing. smart, creative game that was completely awful. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much the story of every week. So, you know, he puts a lot of effort. Though, so. I do. A little too much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Lou, for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, this has just been a blast. And I know, again, taking time out of your busy cruising schedule. So thank you. Uh, we hope you, you know, have a great time the next couple of weeks. Um, do you at least get to take your wife or kids or anything? Uh, they um, they came on the media cruise okay. and they're going to come on the group cruise in uh, in August. Nice. All right. That's awesome. awesome. Well, we appreciate it. Um, as I said earlier, we'll be back next week um, for Willow. But if you want to f- check out Lou's show, obviously, uh, WDW Radio Show. Um, and also, he has a podcast. He's a business coach. does a ton of stuff. Um, so just Google his name. It's all there. Anything else you'd want to say, Lou, before, uh, before calling it? No, thank you guys so much. This was a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. Super great idea and great creativity. And uh, I love the uh, dynamic between you guys. So thank you. Well, we appreciate that. All right. Well, we'll be back next week for another discovery from the wonderful world of Disney Plus, And we'll see you real soon. Bye.